0: I, I wanna I wanna live my life on full and die empty, brother. I don't wanna I don't want it to be the other way around. Hell yeah. I love it. Great experiences build great leaders. Great leaders build great teams. This is building great sales teams.
1: All right, guys, welcome back to Building Great Sales Teams. I've got an amazing podcast episode for you guys today. I've got John Ruff. John is the owner and CEO of and Ready Moving, a Mayflower company. They were awarded the West Coast fastest growing moving company in 2018, 19, and 21. John is also a business consultant and coach, in addition to being the partner and vice president of Clothing and Armor, He's also, on top of all that, the host <laughs> of Keep It Moving Podcast. John, welcome to the show, brother.
0: Hey, what's what's going on, brother?
1: Nothing much, man. Just rocking and rolling here. John, let me ask you. I'll kick it off with this. I saw a recent uh, Facebook post from you, and you talked about many business owners being too meek and timid. You know, with this post, we always see that happens every now and then. Somebody that isn't posting isn't doing what they're supposed to be doing, and then they come back. posting, they're like, oh, I was hustling in silence. You know what I mean?
0: (laughs) And so let me know
1: your thoughts on that because it was a great post. Um, I
0: mean, you know, a lot of people do that, right? And it's for different reasons. They don't want to put their business out there. They feel it's too personal, right? But for guys like me, I mean, the last seven, eight months, I really have been getting into it every day with my posting and just informing people, motivating, inspiring. And people like me get intimidated because you know, you get slammed online one time, two times, yeah. three times, you get gun shy, right? And it's like, you just have to get over that, right? As long yeah. as you know you're acting with integrity in your business. If if somebody wants to be a Karen, let them be a Karen.
1: Absolutely. And just educate
0: them. I couldn't
1: agree more. And it, you know, and that's, that's the issue is it's kind of like golf, right? <laughs> like you post and you post and you put it out there. And you know that you're operating with integrity. You're, you're putting the real stuff out there. You know what I'm saying? And that's not what people want to hear all the time. It's sometimes they just want to hear the fun stuff, the hero story, all that good stuff. So you're, you're putting yourself out there. And then one person messages you, hasn't liked or commented on your stuff, hasn't like interacted with you before. They're like, hey, man, I've been following you. I appreciate what you're putting out there. I'm going through the same thing. Thank you for giving me some ideas on how to get out of it, and that's that perfect swing, and it just drops mm. next to the to the uh, to the hole, right? And you're like, "Crap, I'm never gonna stop playing golf again." <laughs> 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 Same thing oh. with this. Same thing with this. I feel like. So no, I yeah, just wanted uh, to. I definitely wanted to highlight that post because it was a great post, and I I think you know having business owners listen to this show, having sales leaders and everybody listen to this show, I think they're. They are, they're worried about posting online. Sales has a negative connotation. But I think if you're operating in integrity and you're sharing that journey, you're gonna have a huge impact from it.
0: Absolutely. Uh, the best thing for me is when I get a, a, a direct message or somebody comments on something and says, man, you motive me, motivated me to start my business or you changed my mindset. It helped me change my life situation. You know, that makes it worth it and you're changing people's lives. You know, it's, it's it's amazing what it can do. Couldn't agree more. So
1: I would love to hear more about, because this is the first time I've, I, th- I think you may have mentioned it to me when we talked in person at a Flying Friday, but you're in the soft body armor business. Now, is this more for like your your general consumer, like like me, that I can go and purchase this? Or are you looking at more government entities and law enforcement?
0: Well, both, right. Um, Mm -hmm. we're, you know, it's still a little bit in the startup phase. Um, we're, we're waiting for our government certification, which, you know, federal government takes forever. Um, and I kind of stumbled into it right through, um, I have a lot of real estate connections, right. They deal with people that are moving every day. So one of my, uh, top clients actually, um, he got an opportunity to partner with the owner of clothing and armor and uh i looked at the product and i said there's no way that stopped bullets get you know get out of here mm-hmm. and um then he took me out to the range and i saw what it did and and the how lightweight and thin it was and i'm like all right give me the paper you know so we've been doing that for a few years now and um the government red tape's just been insane but like anything else you push yeah. through um you know i got a couple big big government agencies that want large orders when that day comes and. Um, it's been an exciting journey, something totally different, right? Usually yeah. you get into something affiliated with, you know, your, your main, uh, business, but mm-hmm. it's been a really good business. i met some really good connections that have helped my moving company as well through that.
1: So let me ask you and this, you know, it happened to me, I was three years into my business, you know, we were doing three to 4 million. It was doing really well. And I decided oh. I've got this one figured out. Let me put that on autopilot and let me start another one. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, it ended up hurting my main thing. Right. How did you avoid that from happening? What were you able to do there?
0: Well, like you train great sales teams, right? I trained Mm -hmm. a great team to run my moving company Mm -hmm. and, um, it, you know, it gave me that extra time. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's a balance, you know, it's been more sweat equity with me for that. It wasn't, Mm -hmm. you know, ton of money out of pocket. Um, but you know, time is our most valuable asset, right? So I've definitely been putting the time into that company and, um, it's going to come into fruition really well. It's going to be very successful and I'm excited about it.
1: No, I, I love the product. I love the idea of it too. You know, me and my wife were on a late night walk last night. We're way out in the country and there's a lot of like illegal immigrants coming through our area because we're close to the border. And so, um, you know, we are walking or whatever and uh i'm messing with my belt loop fixing my gun and and she's like why did you bring your gun and i'm like why would i not <laughs> it's dark outside you know like you we're on the country so there is no light you know what i mean and you're walking and i have a vest and a reflector and some light on it and everything in case there's a vehicle coming but um i always want to be ready and that's that situation in which i'm not going to put on like a full you know plated body arm or whatever but it would be nice just to slip on you know uh some of the, the soft body armor and and know that hey if it came down to it if somebody else had a gun out here i'd be protected that'd be pretty cool
0: yeah and it's you know lightweight very discreet right mm-hmm. i could throw it under this and it'll look like i'm wearing you know like an undershirt mm-hmm. um it doesn't protrude and so the owner of that company he uh drew he was in the secret service and he'd be put into situations mm-hmm. right to where he couldn't show that he was wearing body armor and he'd wear nothing. Yeah. And so he did this for that level of protection. I mean, 90% of shootings are done with a pistol, right? Mm-hmm. So soft body armor is a huge market. Um, it. We will be going <clears throat> live to consumer very shortly um, after we get our number, but our main focus from what you said earlier is gonna be government agencies. I mean, that's where the big money's at in that. Yeah, the, of the big ones orders. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I've got, I got somebody, a client that I want to connect you with. He does high end security and so he does it for government entities and everything. And so I think that'd be a great contact for you, but we'll jump on that after this. Um, Okay. So the moving business,
0: how and why did you get into it? Um, So the moving business, well, uh, I worked for Costco wholesale for about six and a half years. Mm -hmm. Um, And then after that, For about a year i kind of just did you know odd jobs or this and that and side jobs and um so i was broke i needed money um so i started moving furniture right and um some of the hardest work you'll ever do right on a day-to-day basis and um but i was making good money doing it i enjoyed it it was kind of like a workout right but i kept working for owners or operators of major van lines and just, they'd either not act with integrity, um, mm-hmm. not care about the customer, um, not pay their guys right. I had a guy that was shorting my checks um, and he's actually still in business in, in the town we're in, right? Um, That's but fun. he only has like one truck, you know? But, um, and uh, so I stumbled into it, started moving furniture. I'm like, man, I could do this better, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, I took my last check of like 600 bucks I went and bought a couple dollies, some pads from Harbor Freight, some $10 Vista print business cards and got my first job and then started rolling it after that, right? Throwing all my money on pay-per-click ads and just getting my name out there, mm-hmm. um, charging nothing, right? Making nothing, <laughs> you know, and um, but you had to start somewhere, right? And um, I honestly miss those days, right? Because it's the exciting like um, now, now it's more mental. Right. And yeah. You, you know, just as well as I do, that it's the mental game is uh, a lot more tough on you. But that time was mm-hmm. really enjoyable. Um, I kind of miss it a little bit, to be honest with you. It, it it
1: was like it was exciting. You were building, you were creating, you know, and now all you're doing really is expanding on what you've already built. Right. Like you've mm-hmm. got a machine, you've got a, a system, a program, SOPs, all that good stuff in place. So it's now how can I up it 5%, 10%, 20%, you know what I'm saying? Versus getting to create again. And that's why we do what we do. And we always like, huh, I wonder if consulting would be fun. Let me try that for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? It's just part of it, you know? But no, I, I, I love that story because that's how so many great entrepreneurs start out. They see a need and they they take action, right? I, I've heard it from my salespeople and some of my employees all the time, like, I could do this better or I could pay more or I could you know why can't we get this or that or whatever the case is and it's like hey. If you want to i'll set you up, you can do your own thing, and you can figure out how to do exactly what you're saying you know what i'm saying, but you and I know that that's one out of 100 that will actually execute on it. The other ones will just complain and not actually follow through with it, which is great that you you follow through because now you have this thriving business right and so. When we when we talk about your business now, what would you say was the thing that got you from where you were with the $10 Vista business cards to now having multiple trucks and being part of a major franchise like Mayflower?
0: Risk, if I were to sum it up in one word, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you got to have tenacity, drive, grit, all that fun stuff with it. But if you don't take the risk, right? I mean... I I rented out my house and lived in a trailer for two years, right? So on, on my folks' property, so I can, you know, say you put every last dollar into my business. Mm -hmm. Um, But not a lot of people are willing to go through those hardships and what you have to do. I mean, I remember selling my truck, my pickup truck, my Tundra, the first Tundra I bought um, and driving a car I could barely fit in. Right. So I can get a down payment to, to get into a building to rent mm-hmm. um i mean a lot of people won't do that um and that's why we're the 97 and eventually are the three percent excuse yeah. me and uh eventually the one percent right
1: no i love it and i love your first answer which is risk and that that really is that's the difference maker right and, and i think you know for me as an entrepreneur as i got further on in my journey i was 13 years into you know building sales teams and i think i was just missed that part of it the risk you know and so going into consulting now taking that risk again starting brand new from scratch has been uh interesting to say the least but um exciting again you know all right brother so we would uh it wouldn't be fair if we didn't talk about sales a little bit right and so I've, I've had a few moving companies reach out and want to work on their sales program. And so I know a little bit, but kind of walk me through what that looks like for you guys. You know, how are you getting the phones to ring and how are you guys closing deals?
0: Well, um, a big thing for me was belly to belly marketing. I joined mm-hmm. the biggest B&I group in Southern California, which happens to be in my town. We have uh, 75 members. I actually have my marketing manager in there now instead of me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, a lot of belly to belly, uh, marketing, I utilized Facebook, um, free groups big time, right? Cause when uh-huh. you have no freaking money and you need to have your phone ring, I'm like, Oh, this Facebook thing, look, I can join this group and post my ad in here. And it worked really, really well. Um, now we do all kinds of stuff, man. Um, you name it from TV to radio, to Google, to, you know seo facebook funnel i have a facebook funnels launching very soon so i'm very excited about that um how is that going to work the, the the facebook funnel
1: i'm interested in that
0: so it's actually somebody from apex okay right and um so they're building it out and it's going to be not just facebook i said that wrong it's going to be all social media platforms right it's going to push they, to the funnel. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And um, so Marv is is automating everything together, so he can put an ad out there, and it's going to lead you into the funnel to get a free moving checklist, and then it's going to lead you to eventually book a time for an estimate, which mm-hmm. people can do it right there online. So he's going to connect it to where it goes right into my Mover Suite software, Beautiful. And Quotes to Go, which is part of the Mayflower system. So he's been working mm-hmm. with Mayflower to tap into their API. And so then it'll go right on my estimators calendar, you don't need that middle point of contact that can screw it up or give the customer a wrong idea. Mm -hmm. Um, So and it'll go right on their calendar, we'll do the estimate via virtual or in home depends on the location and depends on the needs of the client. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And um, but I'm really excited to see how it works. Right. So we'll test different funnels and yeah. there's the cool thing is there's even follow-ups like after the move oh yeah to help, you know them get settled in and so that part of it i'm really really excited about um and then for for cross-country stuff mayflower has their own leads that i can purchase from them as well right. so like you know you know what it is with a mm-hmm. company it's everything you can do it's plug and play you talk i have mentors that have been you know are running 20 million dollar a year moving companies mm-hmm. and um most of them are actually just been around forever, man. And they just have organic referral business. Yeah. Um, so that's how we're getting the phones to ring. But um, you know, where you really come in and you know, once the appointment's set and we do the in home or the virtual, mm-hmm. it's it's really a sequence setup for us, right? Because okay. movers aren't trusted, right? It's like a used car salesman or a real estate agent or you know. I, I could see that a little bit just because of the, you
1: know. Probably 70, 80% of the business is those rough around the edges guys that are actually doing the movie, right? And mm-hmm. so I could see that a little bit. And then your name is John Ruff. So, <laughs> yeah, I didn't tell you how
0: many people said, Oh, your, your moving company won't be successful with the last name Ruff. And I like, go, All right, I'll watch. Show
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, how do you overcome that? How do you overcome that stigma?
0: Yeah. So, okay. So we walk into the home, right? Or even virtual and, you know, being a good, um, salesman, you, you relate to somebody right away, right? Whether it's the dog, whether it's the sports poster on the wall, whether it's a trophy, you know, um, I'm a huge Dodger fan, right? So if I walk into a house and I see something Padres or Giants and I go, sir, we can't do your move. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, you're 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 disqualified, (laughs) you know? And then automatically, you know, that wall is just down now. Yeah. You know, all right. Now we're gonna talk some shit and chop it <laughs> up. Yeah. Yep. And then um, and then you just go through a a, a sequence, right? Um and I learned this from Ryan actually. Um okay. the first part of it is when you go in and you, you you ask him, you go, so why did you call me out here today? Hell yeah. And they stop, well, obviously, because I need a freaking move, right? Um but it makes them think, and then they spill their guts about everything, their life story, yeah. all that, and you just shut up and listen, right? And this is where most people kill the sale, yeah, right? Because they want to sell, 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 and not listen to their needs. Mm-hmm. So you just shut up and listen, right? Tailor any needs you can after they, they spill their guts, and then you go, okay, well, I'm gonna do a full inventory item by item of everything um, I'm going to be dead honest with you. If you have any questions, please ask me. Mm-hmm. And I ask you to be dead honest with me so I can give you the most accurate quote. Then you hit them with, does that sound fair? Right. Mm-hmm. And that word, does that sound fair? Automatically. Oh, dude, this guy's going to be straight up with me. Yeah. You know, we need to be honest with each other. And then that's it. And then after that, with, with a brand like Mayflower, um, it, it's trusted you know so mm-hmm. after that it's really price is your biggest objection after after you go through that script right. the 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 it's just the objection is price right so to get their mind off of price you you give them the vision right what does the mm-hmm. vision look like say i'm moving you to tennessee right yeah so you know be I'll be rude. Like, yeah i'll be like <laughs> chris so you know you're you're going to knoxville tennessee man so what's it mm-hmm. look like you know our, our moving truck's going to show up. You got that big Mayflower truck in front of the house. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're unloading your goods. We're putting your beds together, setting up your appliances. What does that first day look like for you? And then you tug at the heartstrings. What does it look like for your family, right? What are your kids going to do on that first day? Then yeah. all of a sudden, they got the, the happy mojo going, right? They're getting yeah. excited now. And then you're going it's through not... the inventory as you're doing it. Yeah. And then they're all excited. Their mind is off price now. Yeah. You got them excited about why the hell you're out there. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of the stress, moving is the third most stressful thing in someone's life. Next to death of a loved one and divorce. Moving's number three. So you get their mind off the stress, you get them excited, and you get their mind off the price, and then you close. Right. Mm-hmm. So my team can put um, you know, a booker adjustment on it right and they get 50 percent of that so anything above and beyond mayflower's rates they if they add that to the job so i'll tell them you know put a grand or two on there right mm-hmm. you know and then if, if your call to action or your close is you know i'll take 500 off just sign right. right now yeah um and then the, all the objections come in right let me talk to your wife right and i'll be like well put your Put your wife at ease. Just get this on the books, man. So you guys aren't stressed out about it. You can cancel anytime. Right. Because as soon as we walk out that door, our closing rate goes down about 30%. Right. Absolutely. You got to close right there. Mm-hmm. Right. You go from about a 60% close when you get it uh, on site and down to about a 30, which is still really good. And that's because our reputation is good and the Mayflower brand is good as well. Um, but you know, any other company that's independent, like we were for 10 years, we didn't join Mayflower until last year. Mm. Um, And it, uh, it's very hard to close after that. Right. Cause then they're shopping around, people are feeding them a bunch of BS when you've been honest with them. Yeah, And um, it's very difficult if you don't get them to sign in house. All right,
1: guys, you just got a, whether you know it or not, you know, take out moving and put in your product and you just got a sales training on how to properly close 100%. That is exactly how I would structure it. The only difference was up until two years ago, I didn't ask that first question, which was why am I here? Why are we on the phone? Why are we together? Right? So so mine was more geared towards the product. It was like, you know, why are you interested in this? You know, what I'm saying, so I, I was still doing this, the catch process, you know, that that Ryan has put out there. But I feel like with that first question, the way that you phrase it, like why are we here or why are we on the phone today? You know what I'm saying? It really makes them go deep versus just saying, I need a moving company. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't want to deal with this shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? that's the That would be my first answer, right? Yeah. And so I appreciate you walking us through that because I, I, I do, I think we forget with all the crap that's out there now, You know, and and it's not crap. It is really good stuff, but I think it makes a one, two, three percent difference when we're talking about products like home services because you just need to train your guys to follow a simple structure and to execute the play. You know what I'm saying? And from there, you know, once you get that foundation and they do a hundred grand, you know what I'm saying? Then then we can start talking about the NLP and NELQP and all the different acronyms and everything. You know what I'm saying? And all that fun stuff, but I think the biggest thing is that they just be themselves. Now, on the wife objection, I don't know if you guys use this or not, but my favorite thing to do with the wife is kind of of like your crystal ball clothes. You talked about, like, painting that picture. You can do the same thing with the wife. Like, Mm -hmm. hey, do you think she's going to be super upset when she comes home? And not only did you get the movers checked off the checklist of all the crap you got to do and she's got on her shoulders and she's got work and everything else do you knock that out for her how do you think she's going to feel after that and then when y'all get to your new home and your kids just get to go out in the backyard and play for a little bit and they don't have to worry mm-hmm. about moving three or four hours of boxes in how do you think she's going to feel about that right
0: yeah.
1: and so i always like to bring the wife into the conversation without bringing the wife into the conversation you know and there's a few other ones that we like to do too it's like um well absolutely let's get her on the phone
0: you know, yeah. just go straight
1: to the objection, you know, let's get her on the phone. Where does she work? Is she able to answer phone calls? You know what I'm saying? And uh, and then the last one is, um, what do you think your wife would say if she were here? Again, bring her into the conversation and then overcome whatever objection he's got for her. And then close with, uh, how do you think she'd feel when she comes home and you've taken care of all this for her? And and probably saved yourselves $1,000 because we're getting it done today. Yeah, I think that's you know getting some tonight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and depending on the first
0: rapport building that you did, you may be able to say that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. now you're teaching husbands how to close, huh?
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so walk her through this process, John. <laughs> that's, that's awesome.
0: Oh, that's awesome. It.
1: That's what's up. Okay, so, you know, just for some practical advice, right? Uh, you know, not every, where, where are you guys located? First of all, it, it's California and where else? Uh,
0: we're, well, we're, our headquarters is in Temecula, right? Okay. Um, which is right in between San Diego and LA, Temecula, okay. California. Um, okay. and then we have a small location in San Diego and a small little hub in Vegas. Nice. Um, but mostly we're a mobile businessman. So I have semi trucks and trailers all over the country. Okay. Right. Um, we're up to 10 drivers over the road now. And then Mm -hmm. we have a few that run just Western 11, like Texas West. Um, And then a couple local. uh, And these are all owner operator contractors. And then um, we have about 15 to 20 local movers Uh, during summer. We'll bump up to about 30. Um, And then, of course, sales team, office staff, all that. Awesome at ass. So for
1: for our listeners that aren't in one of your areas, what can they do to avoid being ripped off by a moving company?
0: Um, I get these calls every day, man. People mm-hmm. crying their eyes out. Um, you know, um, look up. Is there like a chat or I could just say it? Um, yeah, you can just say it. If you hey, go we'll into we'll include it in, it in the show notes. Yeah, if you go into Google and just type in safer DOT, mm-hmm. um, it'll pop up um, fmcsa.dot um I think gov something like that but just type mm-hmm. in Google safer dot and it'll come up click on company snapshot type that company's name in there and see if they're a licensed carrier right mm-hmm. if nothing pops up run right um if they're a licensed broker um, a lot of people like in in certain things like loans or real estate brokers are good right And moving brokers yeah. are bad These are people that will, you know, they'll set up a job with you over the phone, right? Mm -hmm. They'll be like, well, Mr. Mitchell, um, you know, I can move you from, you know, Texas to Florida and it's going to be $5,000 when really that move should be about $13,000, $14,000, right? Mm -hmm. And then they'll sell it to a company, right? Um, That'll show up and they'll be like, well, you have more weight than this, right? And they'll tell you that after they have your crap on the truck excuse me it's household goods not crap right um and uh they'll be like well now your bill is going to be you know eighteen thousand dollars or you're not going to get your stuff right well what if you don't have the extra 13 grand you know what i mean what do you do your whole life's in that truck you you know your kids baby pictures you know all your wife's precious belongings right all your furniture beds Mm -hmm. you know i mean it's so and that's why we get a bad rap right yeah it's because of companies like that and then just independent haulers like it, when i was an independent hauler for 10 years i didn't take one load from a broker all the work i did was the work i went and got you know mm. and um because it's just shady these guys just want to collect a 20 percent deposit on that five grand sell the job to somebody and be like later you know you think they're gonna pick up their phone so But that website's for um, cross-country moving. So if you're moving across state lines, that's the Federal Licensing Board. Uh, FMCSA stands for Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration Mm -hmm. better known as the DOT or Department of Transportation. Okay. Um, And then on the local level, say you're moving locally, right? You're staying within the same state. House to house, yeah. Yeah. And then you you just look up, um, you know, moving companies, state licensing. For us, it's the Department of Consumer Affairs in California, mm-hmm. Bureau of Household Goods and Services. Um, it used to be the Public Utilities Commission. It just depends on the governing body of your state. Okay. Um, and then you could look it up uh, for us. Uh, shoot, I don't have the website off the top of my head. But mm-hmm. um, just type in, look, look up a, a moving company's license in California or in Texas or in Florida. Right. And then um, it'll lead you to do it. Um, Just click license license search and type in either their license number or their company name. And just to let you know, about 60% of the actual moving companies operating are operating without a license. Wow. Yeah, I did not know that. Mm
1: -hmm. So you're in California. And one of the things that I see in Texas is like tons and tons of Californians moving. Texas, you know, Austin has, Austin is gone. That, you know, that dark space and then the Lion King, we don't go there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that is what Austin is. 100%. Like I go around Austin. I, I take a road that I have to pay for to go around Austin. Right. And so why do you think that's happening? Why do you think there's this big, like mat- and it's great for your business, right? <laughs> Cause everybody's yeah. moving. It's all the tech moguls and the tech companies and stuff like that. They're all moving to uh to texas and florida and some different states i think um new mexico is a new a new hub utah is another hub that's happening a lot uh why is that do you think
0: politics taxes Mm -hmm. um cost of living um i mean shoot our governor has been my top salesman for the past five years you know what i mean um i don't know whether to punch him in the face or buy him a beer um and uh but It's just, you know, you go to to big cities like San Diego, right down the street or LA and you got, you know, human feces on the sidewalk and tent city everywhere. And it's just, it's really crappy, man. You Mm -hmm. know what, what's happening to the state. It's been really good for my business. I mean, last week we did, I think 16 loads moving out. Um, The hot spot right now has been South Carolina, North Carolina, because what happened is Texas. Um, well, certain parts of Texas could so big, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Tennessee, Florida, Idaho. Um, their prices for homes are more than California right now in certain areas okay. and, yeah. um, I see that. you know, Texas, if you go out in the sticks or whatever, right? It's of course, yeah. you're still going to get a good deal, but South Carolina is very beautiful. The prices of homes are still way down. Um, I don't think for long. But Tennessee was a huge push last year. And this year, we're just seeing a lot of the Carolinas, Virginia, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, they lean a little bit more towards the uh, left side of the scale on the political spectrum. Yeah. then they're going up so they're to Washington, Oregon, Colorado, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, Portland's a crap hole right now. Yeah. Um, but it just depends. They're not really going to the Northeast. They're not really going mm-hmm. to Chicago, New York um none of that but they're going everywhere else man um just out of california
1: yeah and you're probably one of the first business owners i've talked to when you think about your business California's a great place to be for most business owners it's not right i mean you can't really hire contractors right you you're going to pay a ridiculous amount in taxes and all these initiatives they're doing at the local level and stuff like that that you're going to get taxed on but you in your case it's like well, as long as they keep pushing that, those kind of politics, you'll keep getting more and more clients.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it, it and it also depends, man. Right. Um, you know, with, um, the economy, um, kind of doing a little soft landing, winding back mm-hmm. a little bit. Right. So we don't yeah. go into a recession or a depression. Right. That's why mm-hmm. interest rates are jacked up, you know, so they just had to slow it down. Right. But people yeah. are being more thrifty. They're being more, um, conservative, right? So okay. we offer cool options. Like we will do uh, we have a company that'll finance the move for you. And then oh, we cool. also yeah. will um, build through escrow too. So if you're selling yeah. your home out in California, that's priced <laughs> ridiculously high. Right. And then we can just build through escrow. So it's great for the client. They don't have to come out of pocket. Um, it's guaranteed money for us as a company, cause it's in writing from the escrow yeah. company. Um, and you it just it, give people, the option to get a a really great move for you know that's not cheap right Right. but they can break it up or not have the stress and have it come out of the equity of their home
1: No, that's awesome and 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 it gets you get a check from the loan company is that how that works
0: yeah so we'll we'll send a letterhead to the escrow company say Mm -hmm. um you know mr mitchell is requesting for us to build the home out of escrow please send us a letter with your letterhead confirming that the estimate amount will be billed through escrow and a check will be cut once escrow is closed to rough Please. and ready moving.
1: Yeah. And that's the best way to do it. Cause it's from your, your lending against yourself essentially. Um, but you know, provided your home loans only four or 5%, it's gonna be a lot cheaper than a credit card. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, So exactly. No, that's awesome. Okay. So what's next for you guys? Or, I should really say for you, you know, obviously, you're getting. Have you been a business coach for a while now, or is that a new venture for
0: you? Um, it's a new venture, right? Mm-hmm. Um, people have been calling me, asking, saying, "Yeah, oh, you know, hey, John, give me some advice on this." And you know, I'm like, "Well, oh, shit." Can I pick your I'll brain? Paid for it, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, I've lost a ton of money learning this knowledge and going through mistakes, and mm-hmm. you know, taking a fifty thousand dollar loss here, a hundred thousand dollar loss here, you know. Yeah ten thousand dollar loss year i'm like well shoot let me educate these guys so they don't have to do that loss but they're going to pay me for it
1: and then maybe make up some of those losses (laughs) yeah hey no well and then you and i you know i i know i did six figures in development education last year between the masterminds and the events and stuff so i imagine you're in that same wheelhouse uh, last year and this year so um may as well get reimbursed a little bit you know what I'm what saying of all the things that we're learning so
0: yeah that's how i feel it right like you know getting into those higher level rooms right it's it's pay to play when you get there right because all mm-hmm. these people lost a ton of money or invested a ton of money to get coached on it and if you're going to ask them for advice they're going to get paid for it so i kind of took that from apex and mm-hmm. i'm like well shoot i you know i'll slap them to have my office slap some things together put it Mm -hmm. online and I have a ton of value to offer in this industry. Right. Hell yeah. I mean, you go through the hard times, but you learn from it. Right. So share that. So the next moving company owner doesn't have to go through that and they just have to cut me a check for about 10% of what they would have lost anyway. Right.
1: No, I love it. And that's one thing that happened to me when I got first got into AVEX too, I think it, it really does a great job of shining that light on, you know, I guess, monetizing your knowledge right and so a lot of the other executives kept asking me like how are you doing this you know how are you able to scale your sales team how are you able to train them for quality sales versus quantity you know Mm -hmm. and they kept asking me these questions over and over again and then eventually um i hopped on a plane with ryan to go do a consulting with one of his clients and i was like oh this is it like yeah i just freaking opened up their sales division you know what i mean i just did it as part of one of those uh uh, what do you call it? What do they call it? PJ trips that he puts on? You know what I'm saying? So I just did it for free, <laughs>
0: essentially,
1: and I really enjoyed it, you know. And so then I put together my program after that, and now I'm full time consulting. So who knows? John may have a eight figure exit and then be a
0: full time <laughs> consultant after that. We'll see. Yeah, we're we're not we're not that big yet. Um, we're we did uh, you know a little over four last year. Mm-hmm. um this year uh my goal is six i um and i think that was conservative i want to crush it i think we're going to be closer to seven mm-hmm. um it depends i'll tell you how these uh social media funnels work and um yeah and, and neil is teaching me some really cool stuff too man me and him have become buddies and um teaching me some cool stuff about google and he has nothing but great things to say about you
1: oh i appreciate that no neil is a freaking he's a sleeper like when, when he talks to everybody in executives, he doesn't really tell you until we get deep into the conversation. And he's like, Oh yeah, I can blow your marketing up if I wanted to.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Well, dude, hey,
1: you say something? <laughs> and he and he's like, Oh, I've got my own ten million dollar turf company to run. Sorry.
0: <laughs> Are you just teasing me? Dude, he's at like twenty.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's he, definitely Definitely trending to get there. No, we, uh, we've we been working together for a couple months now, and it's been fantastic. I've learned just as much from him as he is from me, so I'm really
0: enjoying it. Okay. Yeah, he goes to like SEO masterminds and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I mean, again, you get a pay to play, right? Yeah. When you get to that higher level, it's just easier that way, right? Because when you walk into a room, like mm-hmm. when I walk into a room with guys like you and, you know, other, other monsters in the room, it's like what the hell value can I offer you right you've already went through the knowledge and the hardships that I haven't been through yet yeah so okay well here you go It's pay to play
1: absolutely absolutely and and but the exciting part is like you just said you realize oh shit I do have a ton of value to offer oh yeah. shit, like it turns out I'm an expert in this section you know what I mean and uh we all need it we all need it you know all right brother So last question, um, and this is a little more personal, a little more intense, Um,
0: what does legacy mean to you and what legacy do you wanna leave behind? Well, legacy, you know, we can make all the money in the world, right? Um, You can't take it with you. I can't put it in one of my moving trucks and haul it behind me, right? Um, You know, behind my casket. Um, I wanna leave an impact on the world, man. you know, I want to change future generations. I want them to, you know, be able to live a better life because of what we did. Right. And it could be one Facebook post away and it could be what we're building over the next 30, 40, 50, 60 years. And, um, legacy is the most important thing going for me. Right. And what my drive, you know, I want my people to be inspired, you know, I want my staff to buy homes and I want my single moms to feed their kids and pay their bills. And Mm -hmm. um, that's what's important to me, man, you know because I can go make money doing anything, right? We're both good at sales. Mm -hmm. We can both make money doing anything. We can go get a a one to $300,000 a a year job selling whatever the heck we wanna sell, Mm -hmm. right? It's not about the money. It's about growth and people for me. And that's the impact I want to leave. And more so doing it on a broad scale now with the consulting side of things. Mm -hmm. So teaching other leaders to teach their people. So it has a ripple effect. And um, that's what it means to me. And that's what's honestly important to me.
1: Man, I've been workshopping this legacy idea for a long time now. Mm -hmm. You know, over 165 episodes, right? And uh, I've done a few talks on it. And uh, there, there's there's something that you said that was unique out of everything. It, you said it was one Facebook post away, or 30 years of work we're gonna do at this company. And, and I think that's incredibly important that you said that, because you never know like your post about putting yourself out there may inspire someone tomorrow, and they may build a hundred million dollar company. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Far beyond what we could ever do personally. But here's the here's the hard pill to swallow nobody may ever know it was you that inspired but there is one person that would know you know and so whatever you believe that higher power think about that like they're the only ones that are going to see the actual ripple of the good and impact you made in the world the full ripple right Mm -hmm. we all have an idea of our ripple but he is the only one that can really see it
0: and that's all that matters man Mm -hmm. right uh, the Bible says, you know, what you do in public and in private will be seen. Right. Um, and it's just having that integrity, right? Cause it, when you're getting kicked in the nuts in business mm-hmm. and then you got to get on there and be positive and do an inspirational or motivational post or this or that. So what you're also affirming it to yourself. You have a duty to do that. This is what you signed up for as a business owner. Right. If not, go flip burgers at McDonald's, bro. Go check receipts <laughs> at Walmart. You know, I want to. I want to live my life on full and die empty, brother. I don't want to. I don't want it to be the other way around.
1: Hell yeah, I love it, John. I appreciate you coming on the show and uh, sharing your knowledge with us um, and s- some of the stories along the way, as well as the experiences and the lessons. Um, thank you so much, brother.
0: You got it, my brother. Thanks so much for having me, man. All right, guys, let's get building.
1: Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Building Great Sales Team's podcast. We really do appreciate it. As you know, we believe that great leaders build great teams. How do you become a great leader? You learn from the greats. Join us at the Million Dollar Mastermind put on by Ryan Steumann in Frisco, Texas, and learn everything that you need to learn to be that great leader. The link will be in the description below. As always, we ask that you like, share, and subscribe wherever you consume podcasts so you can stay up to date with the Building Great Sales Team's podcast.
0: Let's get building.